Welcome back. Oh my goodness, it's been a while. Season two, episode two. With your hosts, J.R. Boshin, counselor at the freshman campus, and... And Miss Stephanie Sadiniana, school counselor, the other one at the (laughs) freshman campus. (laughs) Today we're joined by our special guest, our newest member here at the freshman campus, our dean, Dean (gasps) Diener. Say hello. Hola and hello. (laughs) Former Spanish teacher, for those that don't know that. Um, You know, this month our focus is community, and it's also uh, Bullying Awareness Month. Yes. And so who better than our dean to talk maybe a little bit about bullying awareness? And, you know, he's also a local McHenry guy. Yes. Alumni. That's perfect. I'm back. (laughs) Which is funny because we were just in a meeting yesterday and there were some individuals in that meeting that had recognized Mr. Diener from the past and his family. And he was talking about how funny it was, right? Can I share this? In your family that you are now a dean considering your history. Yes. The irony is strong (laughs) for anyone who knows my my siblings and uh, who they met at their time in school and how different I was. But uh, it also suits me very well for the role I do now currently and understanding the family dynamic of what people go through, how they handled it and how to support kids here at our school. Awesome. Yeah. Which I think is always like funny when kids ask us like, how do you end up in that role or like, how do you come to be a counselor or whatever. And I know Bosch and I talk about this in our, when we do English presentations, we talk about how we, we ended up at the same spot, but we all, we went like completely different routes and ways. Yeah. Um, so I like that. That's like your, your background and history of like, now you're here as a Dean and how ironic and like funny that is thinking back to how you were in high school or how your family was in high school, et cetera. Now I don't want to date any of us, but you know, I think things have changed a little bit. (laughs) From the days that we were all, you know, in high school, wandering the halls of our respected high schools. Just a little. Um, you know, with social media and, and some of these other outlets that kids have, you know, the bullying, you know, has changed the way it, it kind of looks, Plays I out. guess. Yeah. You know? um, and how, how is it that, you know, what do you find most effective when working with a student that might be... You know, claiming that they're they're being bullied either in person or online or... Yeah, there's so many ways to go with this. I think the um, social media aspect is the hardest part for students nowadays. Right. So I, I tell parents and students that I work with, I'm so happy I grew up without a smartphone. And yeah. especially in high school <laughs> because the school bell rang and you went to your sport club activity and it was over. And that was it. Pretty much minus some AOL Instant Messenger. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it was not very A-I-M. well used. You were sharing a computer with siblings. You had a dial-up connection. It wasn't the smartphone in your pocket. And the no. constant access, it never mm-hmm. turned off. So first and foremost, in working with freshmen in particular, is they they need to learn how to handle their the, social media themselves. That responsibility. That yeah. responsibility and how you have to turn off the day for yourself because it doesn't automatically happen. And you have to try and take yourself away, away from situations before they continue and continue. And it doesn't mean bullying doesn't happen or things aren't said, but you have to learn to not talk to people you don't want to talk to, not to follow people that you don't want to hear their opinions of you. Right. Because people are entitled to their opinions, unfortunately, and sometimes they're bad, but they have their own role in you know learning how to stay away from it at the same time. Right, creating those boundaries on social media is like very difficult, I feel. Because you they want followers, they wanna 
they want people to follow them. But then, like you said, I mean, but it does that that comes at a cost, yeah. right? If and I, I think it's human correctly. nature too. People oh, want absolutely. to know what someone's what's saying about them. Mm-hmm. But when you find out the answer, you're not too happy. And like, <laughs> if you know someone's not fond of you or they don't like you or you've done something to upset them, then you, you have to know what might be coming back your way. And you have to be willing to take that or understand that and that people can have their own opinions, unfortunately. And it doesn't make their opinions valid or right. But sometimes you get sent or seen something from screenshots of someone else that you don't want to know about necessarily. All those screenshots, I tell you. Kids put it in writing, and then, you know, they have the friend of the friend that kind of instigates everything. Like, just tell me what you're thinking. And then you send them a text or whatever, and they take a screenshot, and the next thing you know, it's all around the school. Right. Um, You know, and I think social media, it serves a couple different purposes, I think, for kids. You Mm -hmm. know, the initial creation of it, right, was social interactions. But now I feel like some kids are almost building their own brand. And, you know, sometimes when when a company makes a, a misstep, they can kind of rebrand themselves as a different company. Correct. It's way harder for a student to do that. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of see their track record, you know, with all the stuff that they post on social media. Yeah. And it will tell you, you know, when in my office, when we have something posted about someone or someone says something about someone, it really tells you about their character and what they do when other people aren't around and how they view and treat others. And it's unfortunate sometimes, but it's a dangerous thing to have everything you've ever done on evidence and someone holds on to it and someone has it, including like if you look through my Google Drive, uh, I don't think employers, future employers would be very happy of some of the stuff that we have from kids that make these decisions when they were right. super young. Yeah. So it's about teaching them how to make sure they don't end up in that situation. And it's not something that I deal with every day or, you know, every week. But when it does happen, I have that evidence for until the end of time, which is a very scary thing for a lot of students. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard realization to come across. I will say on the opposite side of stuff, like on the opposite side of that, in particular with social media, um, it's a beautiful thing to bring a community together, like on the positive side of oh, stuff. Yeah. Like it's one of the coolest things to see when, you know, I know our student services has an Instagram and I'll, and I'll hop on there and kind of see what's going on and post stuff. And it's like so cool to see like Stuco or see the volleyball team or the football team or, yeah. you know, and see them post things about what's going on in the community that everybody's doing together. I am a firm believer that it does create more connections and it creates Mm -hmm. problems. And it does get students to be involved, to understand stuff, to see the positive things that happen in our school community and extend to our community in general, McHenry. And the stuff I talk about, I get a little jaded, you could say, from being (laughs) in my office. It's a very small percentage of students that do those things, that have what I've mentioned earlier of stuff that they've done they should be they're worried about later, right? Right. But the majority of the students that I I get to see and interact with, we do have a lot of positivity that comes from it and how it creates and makes connections. I mean, even the bass fishing club, right? You have kids going out and going fishing and they catch one of the biggest fish I've seen all year. Yeah. And we can share that with people. Mm -hmm. And that sense of what it is, what we offer at the school, how you can be connected in ways you wouldn't even know, right? Mm -hmm. Or post from our social media um, department here and putting stuff about about the chess team, right? Mm Kids like don't I even know we have a chess team. Right. <laughs> but then that they can be successful as well, or esports, right? Another great mm-hmm. example. And what the social media and that, you know, connectedness after school hours, it, that positivity is, is a great thing to have as well. And it's worth it. And it's just about teaching students how to use it appropriately um, when they're not here at school. Sure. Yeah. And so as I'm looking out the window, I'm seeing a bunch of teepee in the trees. And, <laughs> you know, I feel like, I feel like, you know, 
the last couple of years with the COVID stuff, um, you know, we really, the sense of community within our school was, was very different. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I was kind of excited to see the TP, to be honest. I, I feel like Oh, it, I started laughing, driving. I was yeah. like, I didn't, I didn't know personally what it was. And I was like, what's with all the TP? That's funny. <laughs> it's kind of like we're kind of past or beyond moving yes. out of the, yes. the COVID phase and Finally. kids are back and, you know, celebrating homecoming this week. I mean, it's, it, it's a reason why there's a lot of alumni coming back into town, mm-hmm. seeing the, the new wing of West Campus and just a lot of things going on positive yeah. in the school. I had a student come up to me this morning, and he's like, Mr. Diener, did you TP the school? Like, did, did the administration do it? And I started laughing, and I'm like, no, it wasn't us. And he's like, was it students? And I was like, yeah, that's what kids do. I'm like, you have to get back to some of those traditions and some of that positive, fun stuff, even yeah. though someone has to clean it up. And I'm not happy about that. But at the same time, to see that being done again, it does give me a little bit of positivity, and it makes me feel like things are a little bit back more to normal, whatever yeah. that word may mean. But yeah. I think yeah. it's a positive way. So, I know that we're, we're running short on time here. As we get close to the end of this podcast, mm-hmm. I know that we have a dance coming up. We have some other football a big game. football game. Yeah. Do you have anything that you're looking forward to this weekend? Yeah, the dance is one of my favorite things. Um, It's stressful in my position, and I'm always on the lookout for anything that might be wrong. But when you look back, it's like any other event we host. Uh, You kind of get engulfed and encapsulated in something that could be bad. But when you look at the whole picture and you see how many kids are having fun, an entire week of spirit days, which Camo Day has been the best so far, of freshmen definitely dressing up. It's awesome to see them engaged and looking forward to something. I've signed way more homecoming guest slips for, for the dance for freshmen than I ever thought I would. We have oh, kids cool. coming from Florida, from Arizona, what? from That's all awesome. over. <laughs> which, cool. And it, I mean, we have legitimate DJs. It's not just like, you know, I heard Richmond Burton didn't have many people out there, like 50 <laughs> kids for two hours and it's wow. over. I think the kids really look forward to, you know, what we put on here and how much work goes into it. So I actually love the dance by 10 o'clock when it's over. I'm smiling because they're leaving. Yeah. But when you look back at the pictures and everyone's having a great time, there's no better feeling in any event or thing you put on when you get to see the outcome of it and how successful it was how happy it was even if there's a couple hiccups along the way sure same thing with the football team i know powder yeah. puff was wonderful the weather was yeah. beautiful oh, we have junior. a coach in the, in the <laughs> audience one of us is a champion one of us is not okay, we don't um, need to go into details here but sure. i think it's ironic that the uh the <laughs> seniors the, the you know varsity football team have a terrible weather game but it's still going to be the most packed, packed game tonight right. so it's just to see kids you know excited to be there excited to cheer on their team be around their friends have that community and that just positivity all at the stadium mm-hmm. it's a amazing they'll do it in 50 degrees regardless of what it's oh, like they don't they're care. all geared up in their gear already and yeah. like yeah. when you're standing there and you get to look at the student section screaming about probably nothing related to football but just having <laughs> a great time um it just makes you happy to see all the kids connected again yeah sure and i guess i got one more question for you so i know that you're a mchenry guy and we have all of these mchenry students um do you have any advice for someone that you know might be a freshman new to our community, um, how to maybe navigate some of the pitfalls or 
just, I guess, overall advice for them? Yeah, my number one thing is get involved. So mm -hmm. from the discipline office, right, the dean's office, you get there and it's usually a hard time to meet students and you don't usually have a positive relationship right away. Hopefully by the end of the conversation you do with the family and whatever's going on. But after that, behaviors happen for a reason. And if you don't have a connection, you don't have a motivation, something meaningful to look forward to when you come here for eight hours a day, you need to find something you're interested in and you need to find something you really want to participate in. So I keep an activities and sports flyer on my desk for kids to take with them yeah. that has a QR code to join whatever. Mm -hmm. And I talk about some of those things you wouldn't, you know, football everyone thinks of. You right. think of, you know, maybe soccer or swimming or some of the sports always come up. But club-wise, we offer so much at this school. So we <coughs> talk <club>. about <laughs> gardening club, environmental <laughs> club, bowling. I mean, like, if I could have played badminton, I know it's a girl sport, but like, if I no, could have played badminton cool. in high school, like, how cool. And then you just get to meet new people from just the people in your neighborhood, right, yeah. in your community. You get to meet other people in the activities that are similar to you and not just because you grew up on the same road. And that part of community that a school offers to people can get you into new friends, new friend groups, new information, whatever it may be. And I think that's my number one takeaway is just find a reason to be involved with something to find new meaning, new motivation. That was perfect. Well, thank you, Mr. Diener. Of course. For joining us on our podcast this week. Happy homecoming to everybody. Enjoy the game. And yeah. Go have Warriors. A, have a good night on Saturday. Thanks. Have fun.